Sharp International presents Fresh Talk: Conversations about Creativity in the 21st Century. This is Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer. Today we're inside the huge white tent of Freeze, New York. The art fair is making its third appearance on Randall's Island, just one small bridge away from Manhattan. We've come looking for Japanese artist Koki Tanaka to learn more about his interest in the island's invisible communities. Koki's interactive art project was commissioned by Freeze. An array of picnic tables from a nearby park define the space where Koki will tell a different Randall's Island story each day, introducing communities and histories that lie outside the fair's reality. This project is specifically meant to occur inside the art fair. Yes. On Randall's Island. Tell me why you decided to do this project. What's it about? Uh, the project is about to find uh, some context or reality of the Randall Island to let's say bring back to the art fair context inside. So it's kind of like a, I try to find a bridge in between art fair and uh, uh, the reality of the Randall Island. Who will be the players in this orchestrated project? <laughs> yeah, uh, each day different. Uh, I invite a different person. Day one, a firefighter. Uh, the first day is the firefighter, who actually teach、uh, at the firefighter academy in Randall's Island. Day two, a poet. The second day is the poet, and、um, she's going to、uh, rewriting the Samuel Greenberg's poem from the 1917. She died at the psychiatric center next to the freeze big tent. I wanted to ask one of the contemporary poets who live in New York、uh, to reenactment of rewriting the、uh, Samuel Greenberg's poem、uh, here. Day three, a jazz musician. The third day is I invite the jazz player to whistling the historical、uh, jazz play happened in 1938. There was a jazz festival happened here. I just found a, a historical film. Uh, shot in 1938, so、uh, in YouTube. So I asked the guy、uh, who can whistling this to kind of like、uh, recording the memory of the land of iron from the past. Koki is talking about Count Basie and his orchestra, and the 1938 Carnival of Swing that brought thousands of New Yorkers to a stadium on Randall's Island. Day four, a jogger. And the fourth day,、uh, I invite the jogger, who actually a very famous runner.、Uh, he's also teaching at the stadium how to run. So、uh, I invite him to spend one day uh, running uh, alongside the river, and coming back to the、uh, spot inside the fair to stretching and drink a water or just rest. Day five, a park director. 
And the last day, finally, I invited one person from the park department. He knows the history of Randalls. So he kind of like stitching out the London facts that I found through the internet to like contextualize the five days activity. How does this project fit into your larger body of work? What makes you want to do this particular project here? Maybe I shouldn't say, but uh, I'm not much interested in art fair context in a way. Uh, of course, because it's market-oriented and socialized space, and I'm not uh, really good at like these things. So uh, I wanted to bring some different like aspect of the island itself. That's why I wanted to looking at the history and uh, looking at the fa facilities in the island to kind of like uh, find a way invisible communities, which is it's invisible from our side. I mean, our people, we are just coming to freeze, but not looking outside. So that's why I wanted to bring uh, invisible community into the freeze to sort of like uh, reconnect the reality of our everyday. Koki considers the fact that in this context, he's invisible, as are 99% of us. He ponders the potential for his project to fail. Do you sense that they're noticing that you're here? <laughs> like, as I said, like, art fair is contextualized very specific and a very limited purpose. And it's difficult to be visible in a way if I'm small. And uh, I feel like I'm like 99%. I'm not the 1% because the, these big galleries, these big dealers, they are 1% anyway. And I'm not against them. I'm just uh, bringing something different into the, their context. So uh, potentially invisible, potentially failure, but uh, that's part of the, my project, I guess. So I'm totally accept the failure or invisibleness. I'm, uh, of course, expecting someone might notice about something different happening in the art field context. That's probably what I want. Well, we're going to share it with people. <laughs> yes. So our listeners are going to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> At least, yeah, that's good. Why do you think Freeze invited you to be a project artist? Uh, we could say it's invited by Freeze, but uh, actually today they invited me. So uh, uh, Chichiria is the uh, independent curator. So she invited me to do a project because they also have sort of like a sense of self-criticism in a way. And if we just focus on like limited purpose, like the market and socially uh, oriented things, then it loses the idea of the art itself because the art must have wider range of activities or practice. So I guess they wanted to somehow have different types of artists to do a different types of project. And uh, that's, I guess, the one of the reasons why I'm here. You were wondering if it would be good that we're talking about things uh, that might seem a little negative to people listening to us. <laughs> and I was saying that I believe that this piece that you made is a critique. <laughs> critique of the art fair or critique of market? But uh, um, actually, I'm not really criticizing it. I'm uh, because I'm part of it anyway, and uh, that's the way how art develops. I guess we have the many link between like my generation and the 60s, 70s, 
all those legendary artists, they are also criticizing and also part of the history. I hope our generation of artist practice could generate something similar to the 60s and 70s and hope that developed like further than before. We talk about how Randall's Island once harbored social outcasts from the city in a psychiatric center and a homeless shelter. What I find interesting about this is that if people take time to slow down, then they will notice that you are making a statement about the community on which this fair is inserted. And so it's good to think about all the other things that go on on the island. In fact, your project made us look for the history of the island ourselves because we didn't realize there was so much on the island besides the stadium. Yeah, that's true. This is part of, the, I guess, the gentrification of the island itself because the uh, 19th century, the places like form like uh, outlaws from the Manhattan, I guess, uh, because there is a mental institution and uh, uh, also homeless shelter, whatever. That's the link from the history, I guess. But uh, they wanted to sort of like cover up these things in a way. That's why the freeze uh, come here. And I guess these things happen in everywhere. We cannot stop these things. But at least as an insider of involving this, I wanted to put a little bit perspective to looking at place itself. That's the our reality of life. So. The people that you're involving, how did they respond to your request? Like the fireman, did he be part <laughs> of your project? Actually, most of them, they never come to the fair. They're not so much familiar with contemporary art or they're not so much familiar with the art fair. In the beginning, they say, okay, we can do it. But I don't know uh, at the end of the day how they feel it. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty much interested in hearing the, what the firefighter thought about the whole day activity. So I'm going to ask him. Okay, yeah, please. Firefighter Michael Gallo shares his first experience of an art fair. I smell fire. Yes, that's from my uh, turnout coat. That's from my firefighting gear. It's been in smoky situations, so that's why you smell that. What have people been asking you? They've been asking me if I'm a real firefighter, number one. It's crazy. Do I work on Randall's Island? I educated them on, in the event there's a fire in their apartment, what to do. If the fire is in their apartment, naturally get out. If the fire is below them, floors below them, the natural tendency is to leave your apartment, which is not a good idea. Stay in your apartment because the smoke inhalation is what kills people. When I mean, you open up the door to your fire, to your apartment, it's like stepping into a chimney. So a lot of people didn't know that, they didn't realize that. So. I'm here to educate, answer questions, and work with uh, Cookie. What are your impressions of the art fair? Uh, I've never been exposed to anything like this before. It's the first time. Really? And it's interesting. It's different. Art is in the eyes of the beholder, I guess. Have you found people curious? What I'm doing here? Yes. They want to know, is, am I here for in case there's a fire? They want to know if... But you look too relaxed to be... Yeah, waiting, for yeah, waiting for a fire. I'm here to, like I said, as part of this exhibit, something totally abstract and what people are normally 
accustomed to in a setting like this. So it causes curiosity. So I have been approached by a lot of people. So you don't feel invisible here? No, not at all. So there are many modifications you had to make to this project. Yeah. And one was signage because you are truly invisible the way it's set up now. Except yeah. picnic floor. tables on the floor, the signage. You were to have a saxophonist play one day of the fair, but what happened when you um, proposed this? Okay. Like he can play a uh, saxophone. So I asked him to whistling. It's because of the organizer say. Even if like my original plan is not realized here, but it's okay because uh, it's all negotiated process with the like a big institution, and also the uh, modification somehow shaping up my project itself. That's also part of my project because I'm a little bit like a passive creator in a way. So I just accept everything, then let it go. So then it happened. So that's the way I kind of like surviving. And that's probably one of the, my strategy in a way. So that's why I can make something like this. <laughs> so. so instead of a saxophonist, we're going to hear whistling. Whistling, yes. Okay, you're going to hear whistling now. You've been listening to Koki Tanaka and Michael Gallo on Fresh Talk. Read more about their project on freshartinternational.com. Let's continue our conversation on Facebook and Twitter, where you'll find us at FreshArtINTL. Stay tuned for our next conversation on Randall's Island when we introduce you to another Outsider Freeze project the music festival staged by artist Nama Sabar and TomTom magazine editor Mindy Abovitz on the lawn next to the fair's north entrance. Is this, you can use this? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think so. Okay, bye. bye.